need to relearn what the Cowboys figured out 125 years ago. Is that everything that needs to happen should happen at high noon. We can all agree when the sun is up. You can just stick your arm in the air and if you don't see your shadow, it's time. Our, our introduction is still downloading. <laughs> Again, very old Macintosh. Oh, come on. It keeps saying that it's got 41 minutes remaining, but it's been 11 hours. <laughs> this is totally an aside, but I think anytime you just need to pull out a random number, 11 is the funniest one. But yeah, Asher, how's your week been? We haven't talked in a bit, so if you want to expand it beyond a week, you can. Got to spend a little time in Los Angeles at a conference that my job sent me to. That was a good time. Los Angeles, California, or uh, Kentucky? Is there one in Kentucky? Because that's hilarious. The one in California. That's all that's that's all there is to that story. I just wanted to really for me it's a it's a brag because I've never been to California at all. It's an went, odd flex. I went straight okay. to the source. Straight to where California was born. Los Angeles, the city of angels. Yeah, my last couple weeks has felt kind of like a decade. Yeah. Uh, it's just been, I won't get too much into it, but there's been an insane amount of stuff going on. And you know what absolutely did not help? Changing all of my freaking clocks. Yeah, that wouldn't help. Yeah, today we're talking about daylight savings time and where it came from, okay? You, you, down, to, you down to clown? Absolutely. If I was handling the transition, I would have said something to the effect of, I have never been two time zones across the United States, and just those two hour difference and just that two hour difference completely ruined me. Imagine if that happened every year on purpose. So today we're talking about daylight savings time. Thank you for that transition, Asher. Um, and to start off, where did it come from? I found a list of things you don't know about daylight savings time. And the first one is that it's daylight saving time, not daylight savings time, which is good to know because every time I've said it this episode, I've said savings. I've never heard it any way but savings with an S. Well, this website could be wrong, but I don't think it is. I mean, it makes sense. You're not really storing anything up for the winter. It's not compiling each year. So you really just have one saving. It's not like an account you have of daylight. Right. I completely agree. <laughs> right. I'm going to cash in on these when I'm 65. And the most sources I would say, okay, you're just bullying me. But this is history.com. Do you think that's why all the older folks retired to Florida. They're like, I'm going to cash in on all this daylight I've saved up. Going to the Sunshine State. I just checked my daylight savings account and I have got so much in store for me. And I'm never going to have to sleep again. It's like going to Alaska and realizing and fi deciding, you know what? It's okay. I've got so much daylight in my savings. <laughs> I've got it for my <laughs> got it for my cloudy day fund. That's good. <laughs> That's a joke for the New Yorker. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I'll, I'll submit it to Mr. New Yorker. But yeah, it's used nowadays by about 40% of countries worldwide, which was a surprising number because I thought everyone I knew thought it was a ridiculous thing. But I was talking to my mom about it on the phone the other day, and it turns out my own mother is a hardcore fan. A fan? Yeah, of daylight savings. Okay. Daylight savings time was first used in 1908 in Thunder Bay, Canada, which has to be the most intimidating sounding town name coming from the most friendly country. Right. 
But yeah, it's interesting to me that it was first used in Canada because everybody who knows anything about the history of it knows that even though it was Canada who did it first, Germany popularized it. And then during World War One, Germany and Austria, who was an ally at the time, started it and it was popular everywhere else a cu couple weeks later. A couple weeks? So it caught on quick. Well, remember at that point, everybody was involved in something together. Yeah. All is one. But yeah, uh, there's a fun fact about it, which I found being having a couple discrepancies on certain different websites. Like some websites ignored this fact and some websites showed this fact. In 1895, a New Zealand scientist presented a paper saying how they should do a two-hour shift forward in October and a two-hour shift backwards in March, which was mostly ignored. But in 1909, Robert Pierce, a British member of parliament, introduced the bill several times. And at that point, it was still never made into law. And he died a year before it started being enacted in the UK. That's just tragic. So, it was the thing yeah. he was campaigning for the hardest. And then it never happened. Also, it was tragic that this was the thing he was campaigning for the hardest. And I'm just trying that, not to get ahead of you, but that definitely begs a question. What what were they passionate about this for? Like, why was this important? Because it's, it's so unpopular now. Other than your mom, I don't know anyone who campaigns for it. So the purpose for it is, this is going to sound dumb because the, the name of it is Daylight Saving Time. And I realized now that in the title of my notes, I have it as Daylight Savings Time. Um, but it's for daylight. It's for sun. People wanted, when they come home from work, for it to be lighter outside. And I get that when Daylight Savings Time is flicked on in March or April or whatever it is, it does mean that the summer you get more light later in the day. But why don't we just keep that as the normal time? What you're saying seems totally backwards, though, because... We, you're saying we get rid of it? I'm saying it's not doing what you're describing because during the winter, at least in the United States, it gets darker earlier on its own just because of the season. And then mm -hmm. on top of that, we move the clocks so it gets darker even earlier. But here's my issue with that. And we probably should have waited until the where will it go sex segment of this podcast. Okay, a little bit here's of a gray my, area here. Yeah, it is. Uh, here's my issue with that is that we move it forward or we move it backward to where it gets darker in the winter, right? Right. That the winter time is apparently the time when daylight savings time is not a thing. Daylight savings time is the one we add in the summer. Okay. When we move the clock forward or backward, whichever direction we move the clock in April, that's the one with daylight savings time. So I think saving oh, time, god damn I it. See. So you see what I'm saying? It begins in, with the summer. Yes. And, and unbeknownst to me, up until it ended, I was enjoying extra daylight. Yes. So when it switches back to what it is now, where it gets dark at 6 p.m., that's it's how- It's daylight spending time. <laughs> that's how it would have been if I wasn't enjoying the savings the day prior. Right. Okay. That, I'm having a change of heart. Why don't I give you the last two fun facts about daylight saving time and then we can just actually walk over the line into where did it where will it go great does that sound good mm -hmm. okay so a lot of people credit it to benjamin franklin one of the worst people of all time yeah canonically proven historically and we will never not mention how bad of a person he is on this show because we are going to be honest and truthful about the only person on a dollar bill that doesn't deserve it along with all other people on the dollar bill but uh, he's one of the worst people of all time, but and a lot of people credit it to him, even though all he talked about was economic econ 
was economizing candle usage by getting people out of bed earlier. <laughs> he didn't even mention turning the clocks. And the reason I struggled through that is my notes say economizing cable usage, even though I explicitly wrote candle. Uh, and so that's why I was confused. But yeah, he didn't even mention turning the clocks once and everybody was like, oh, Benjamin Franklin talked about time. We must credit this to him. Everyone was so eager to give whatever credit they could to the Michelin tire man with skin known as Benjamin Franklin. The worst man in history. Not the worst man in history. Pretty bad though. I don't want to compare him to like awful people like. Probably the worst person on an American currency though. Oh, without a doubt, but there are only five of them, right? In combination with coins? Well, you got me, foiled it. Okay, next fun fact, a lot of fun, <laughs> A lot of people believe it was created at the farmer's request too, but apparently the farmers were already working to the time of the sun, so it kind of donked up their workflow. Yeah, that's what I thought. I, I had thought it was a invention to give farmers more light to farm by, and that's insane because it's not keeping the sun in the sky any longer and their schedule yeah, is just dependent on that like the the clock and the numbers on the clock mean almost nothing to an american farmer or farmer anywhere it's they're completely dependent on the seasonal clock yeah just to dispel any beliefs daylight saving time doesn't actually affect the sun <laughs> right it in any way, and I completely understand if you believe that it does, because that's the only reason it would make sense that it still exists. But let's talk about where it's going to go, because we've already done that to a decent extent. Basically, the premise of where it's going to go for this is we, the reason, the reason it's conf been confusing to me, and I wish this was a visual format because it would be so easy to demonstrate with a chart. But basically, normal time is the time we're in right now where everybody thinks, oh man, it is too dark. I I get home from work and it's already, this, the moon is already high in the sky, right? Yeah, so that's that's real time. Yeah, that's, that is real human time. And as much as it is just, well, real human time, humans still invented it a while ago before daylight saving time. But, and so all of this is still a mistake based on people a long time ago. But daylight saving time is the new time that was created in 18, or in 1908 in the, in the summer. That's the new time. And what I would argue for as a better solution to abolishing that is make daylight saving time all time and stop calling it daylight saving time. <laughs> yeah. Just call it, I don't know, time. Does that make sense? It makes, it's the only thing that makes sense. What we have is completely bananas to me. Is, it was it so, it has to be something with World War One, right? That made the idea of having daylight later in the day so enticing. I, I It feels like a product of its time, but I don't understand how. So what do you mean? Like you feel like it has to be that daylight saving time was created um, because of World War One somehow? Yeah, I don't. It's not the kind of thing that anyone would come up with now. If it was proposed now, people wouldn't even really understand what you meant. Like you want to change time? I, we already have time zones, and that's confusing enough. Well, so I don't know how much they worked to a similar schedule as we do, or it was nine to five. You go into a factory or something and work every day. But I imagine saying that half of the year when you come home from the factory, it doesn't have to be dark was a pretty big sell. The confusing part for me is why didn't they just make it the whole year? <laughs> right, yeah. 
Why didn't they just decide, hey, nations around the world, we are just going to move the clocks forward one hour and everything will be fixed. Or backward. I don't understand how it works. Right. And I can see how, okay, yeah. I can see how before it was more advantageous to the general population to have sunlight earlier because everyone was living in a rural community. There's a lot more people who were farmers by trade. Then you get the industrial revolution and people are starting to work nine to fives instead of 4 a.m. to 2 p.m. Yeah, because they're in buildings that have lights. So suddenly the majority of people are not waking up at, at the crack of dawn and they're getting home much, much later and they're not seeing any sunlight. And Apparently, Winston Churchill argued that it enlarges, his quote here, the opportunities for the pursuit of health and happiness among the millions of people who live in this country, which as I'm reading it, realize that means nothing. <laughs> I mean, it sounds good. It definitely sounds but then good. then if it does do that, why stop? Why have it end? This is what you're trying to argue, and I'm with you now. Like, why would it ever end? Just make it continual throughout the year and call it normal time. So a lot of countries now, I think, I don't know if this is true because I didn't find this in my research, but it sounds like a lot of countries started with it and then decided, you know what, this doesn't make any sense. But they, which makes me think that America at some point is going to move away from it the way a lot of states already have, which makes it so much more complicated. There are individual states that don't do it. Yeah, fun fact, my grandma lives in Arizona when the when one of these articles was written that I found, uh, they talked about it being Hawaii and Arizona, but I think a couple states like I think California may either have gotten rid of it or had a bill to get rid of it. But yeah, my grandma lives in Arizona where they don't have daylight savings time. Daylight saving time. <laughs> There you go. But worked on a Navajo Nation's reservation where they did have daylight saving time. Meaning at home, she didn't do it, but at work, she did. That's so much math. You're basically living in your own time zone at that point. Imagine, especially because the whole Navajo Nation reservation, I believe, is in Arizona. So imagine doing that to your employees. You are making it where every single employee every day has to think, okay, so it's eight o'clock here, but it's nine o'clock there. So I got to leave here at 7.50 to get there at nine, even though it's only 10 minutes away. And like all of that math you have to do multiple times a day. And if you're calling a friend on their lunch break or something, you have to recognize that it's an hour earlier, an hour later, or on a different planet or something. I don't understand daylight saving time. But yeah, like all of that nonsense you have to do every single day because somebody decided we got to switch the clocks back again. I can't, I can't have full change. We need to relearn what the Cowboys figured out 125 years ago, is that everything that needs to happen should happen at high noon. We can all agree when the sun is up. You can just stick your arm in the air and if you don't see your shadow, it's time. But a high noon is just like an hour and a half or so, right? Yeah, you want me it, to get it, all, all of my work done in the day in an hour and a half or so? I mean, I could do that, but people who do actual work could not. <laughs> Future employers, that was a joke. I do a lot of work. It is uh, very uh, honoring to me that my future employers are listening to the show. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Thank you so much for listening. I respect all of your decisions, even if they include daylight saving time. Is it fair to distill the where is it going to go segment to hopefully away? Hopefully goes so, away. Is that our take on this? That's our take on it. My issue with saying hopefully goes away 
is that I don't want daylight saving time to actually go away. Because what, and I feel like I've reiterated this a lot and you agree with it, but there are two kinds of time that we have. We have non-daylight saving time and daylight saving time. And I want, I actually want daylight saving time to kill non-daylight saving time and become it. Okay, right. I still think but, of it as the change and not the, and not the ongoing state. Right, but with the etymology of it and the rhetoric of it, I do really want it to go away. Yeah. I just want to make sure we're clarifying. We don't want it to be dark all the time. We want our daylight savings account to be plentiful. Does that make sense? It absolutely makes sense. Great. And I'm going to... I feel like every episode is better with a little bit of a controversy and devil's advocacy, so I'm going to go ahead and say I actually never want daylight savings time. I need more time for my light-up shoes to shine. This light Same. bright doesn't do anything in the daylight, Jackson, and I spent a lot of money on this light bright. Wait, wait, wait. Slow down, slow down. Let's let's make this rhyme. I want more time for my daylight savings, or I want more time for my light-up shoes to shine. This light bright only works at night. I want more okay, I've got nothing else. I want more time. For my light up shoes to shine this light bright doesn't work until 9 p.m and that's too late that's past my bedtime okay before we dive deep into our or before we hop out of this swimming pool of chaos we call a podcast what if we talk about time in general and where that's going to go because we've discovered that only 110 years ago i guess um basically a hundred years ago if we're only acknowledging the germany one we time as we know it was completely changed do you think they could do that again and just say you know what instead of daylight saving time there are now 26 hours in the day and each hour has 45 minutes does that math work out because that's really interesting no it does okay no i came up with it on the spot uh I don't know how many hours it would have to be for it to be... Uh... Oh, actually, I do know exactly how many hours it would have to be. It would have to be 32 hours. There you go. Uh, because it would make each hour only... Hey, Jim, remember that podcast you told me to listen to where they just did math for 45 minutes? And it was all wrong? And it was all wrong? I'm actually going uh, yeah. to go ahead and recommend a book, have some recommended reading to uh, make us seem more educated. The Order of Time by Carlo Rovelli, who is a physicist and poet. If that combination seems intimidating, don't worry. His books are really easy to read. Uh, this he, he became known for Seven Brief Lessons on Physics, which is a beautiful little book. Um, definitely overpriced for how short it is, but if you can get it used, definitely do that. The Order of Time is kind of all about how flexible and fluid time is. And a lot of the book at the start is about humanity's struggle to cram time onto a clock. And what we've been discussing today is one of the complications that comes from that because it wasn't that long ago. I made the joke about high noon, but people believe that time moved faster in the winter because the days got brighter and darker at different times. And, and they were people, asleep the people, whole night. People were responding to the sun and not something that a me mechanized object told them. It, like they, they, were, they were just adapting to the environment and that's how time moved. Uh, and so this... So this is a great book that gets into the, the um, I mean, he gets into quantum physics really quickly. So if you're not, if you haven't had your morning coffee, don't even try. But it's a great example of, of what we've been talking about today with the struggle of trying to create a similar time for everyone at different points on the globe, which is kind of an uphill losing battle to begin with. Hey, Asher, this, this is just for you, not for our listeners. I'm going to leave it in the episode, but they, they don't have to pay attention here. 
Uh, thank you for giving that small presentation for all the listeners who have only just started listening to our show and weren't listening to any of our previous show. Now they think you're the only nerd. <laughs> so thank you so much for that. Okay, listeners, welcome back. This has been uh, Cotton Eye Joe. Thank you so much for listening. Um, didn't you have an outro last time that I thought was insanely bad, which makes it perfect? Uh, hmm. I had an intro that was insanely bad and perfect. The, the intro was... Where do you come from? Where do you go? Where do you come from? Welcome to the show. And I came up with a bad one last time, actually, now that I'm thinking about it. Right? Yeah, I think, or was you, last I think time, you had the outro last time. Or was last time just my outro was okay or something? Hmm. Well, thanks for listening to Cotton Eye Joe. I've been Jackson. And I've been Asher. And this is the outro to the show. We're just going to plug in what we did last time. Okay, that sound good? Yeah, that's true. Cotton Eye Joe, the final man.